podcast. <laughs> it's just because I love you day. It's the day of the week when four sisters get together to talk about faith and parenting while their 11 kids play in the background. You may have heard a particular Olympic athlete dropped out of the competition halfway through because she was, quote, not having fun. Today, the sisters are talking about raising competitors in a world of quitters. Just now brought the music down. Oh, okay. Okay. <sighs> um, so Marla left the table. Finley's crying. Oh. I'm pooped from our pre-podcast. I'm Amanda. <laughs> and I uh, am sitting here waiting for somebody else to introduce themselves. Oh. I'm Tabby, and I am going to point to Megan. I'm Megan. Why is this so awkward? Why are you guys being awkward right now? I'm thinking about our topic, so I'm not actually present. Yeah, I kind of forgot we were supposed to introduce ourselves. So Megan's scrolling looking for a quote that I told her to grab. Marla left to get her crying baby, and the rest of us are stalling. Do you want me to just start? Well, I don't know. If you're listening, you're Carla. You are our listener in Welcome to the Table. And uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the saga the drama of simone biles i have not watched a single second of actual live olympic games broadcast not a second of it that's not true you said you watched her routine no no i saw a recap of it on youtube later i haven't seen any of it i haven't watched anything live at all we don't have a, a way to we don't have cable or anything i do like gymnastics and i've always been interested in it i like ice skating during the winter olympics Ooh. but i Thank don't you. like watching for very long i don't have the attention span necessary and i don't have the knowledge base necessary to really get into it so i like the i like gymnastics i think it's because i'm always impressed with the things i can only dream of it's why i watch <laughs> ballet and like you said ice skating um but it's what am i too quiet it's it's weird. Oh, but it's easier for me to, yeah, like you said, kind of flip through and come back to it. I'm always interested in watching uh, other countries. I want to see how like China does gymnastics or Russia. Here's what I think. And we can go from here. We can, <laughs> we can share our various quotes and the angles on this. But I think that in our current culture, people are less interested in winning. They're less interested in actually coming out on top and getting like a gold medal for example, because we actually do more praising and more encouraging for the people who don't come in first. I think we actually are encouraging our kids to be subpar, to do less, to try to fight for, you know, the top spot because we actually have convinced ourselves it's more brave and it's more powerful, more empowering to lose or to quit and to face, you know, the potential criticism. I would, disagree. You think you disagree? I Wait do. A we only have 11 gold medals from 2021 so far. Oh, no. That's, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. I don't know the standard. USA, well, we usually get anywhere between, like, I think in the 40s. Didn't Michael Phelps get, like, 11 all by himself once? <laughs> <laughs> in one year. I don't think it was that many, but in it was one a lot. competition. Yeah. yeah I like think that Michael several. Phelps would definitely disagree with that point, too, Mandy. Yes. I'm just thinking of, like, all the dance competitions and ballet and jazz and tap and all that. Um, if you're in the dance world, Carla, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, they start at, at a gold. If you get a gold, that is the lowest you can get. They took away bronze and silver. 
So you, if you get a gold, that's like the lowest tier award and it goes up to double platinum now. And some of them even have <laughs> diamond. That's meaningless. That right, makes you it disagree. No, 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 no. That's why I'm saying it's like, now it's, I think we do have the whole, I still think we do the participation trophy awards for pretty much everything, but they did it. So then when the girls go back home and people are like, oh, so how'd you do? And they're like, we got gold. They're like, wow, that's great. You must be amazing. I think there's still a lot of this desire to... Right, but want to praise. But I think you're but agreeing with me. But not yes. saying that I they think don't you're want praise. To. I'm saying that they want the praise, and the way to get the praise now is to actually do worse. Nah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not actually doing better. We're just saying we're doing better. Right. Because see, they've taken platinum. away silver and bronze, so now if gold is the lowest and you go home and say you've got gold, nobody knows what that actually means. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it sounds good. I just don't think that we're praising somebody because they they do a poor job. I guess maybe I just don't do that with my own children. They, okay, I think that you're hung up because you're assuming that somebody comes home and says, I did a really bad job. Like, Praise me. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, okay, <laughs> what can you explain how this plays out? Not calling it failure, that's the problem. Yeah. It's like saying, I got gold. They, they come home and we'll just use Simone Biles because we're gonna talk about it. She didn't, she didn't actually lose. That's what we were talking about. She, she mm. just took herself out of the game. So when she comes back, she didn't say I lost. She just said, no, no, I took, I took a step back for my mental health. And that's when it says cue the praise. And, right. and so nobody's actually even oh. talking about the fact that the rest of her team got silver or that there are, you know, 11 gold medals had between somebody out there. They're talking about the They're one girl who quit. They're talking about the one girl who quit. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you're not well, be- allowed to disagree or you're not allowed to even say it that it's quitting. Like actually there are people now on social media who are shaming people for saying the word quit. Oh, right. it's not quitting. She's not a quitter. All She's of her still quotes a queen. Say, She's still step awesome. Back. I took a step back. Right. She took a step back. <laughs> Actually, she took like four steps back when she launched herself off of the floor routine that she was trying to do and was ended up in the aisle instead of on the blue platform. Again, if she had finished, I would still call that wildly impressive. I mean, she was going so hard that she launched herself into outer space. She (laughs) shot way off of that floor. I I feel like this kind of goes back to the mom shaming thing. I think people of Olympic status feel like there's pressure to do the very best. And it's not like there isn't pressure to do the, I mean, you're there to do your best. You're there to do, to try to get a gold. I mean, you're there to compete, but there's some, it's like there's something wrong now with pushing through a mental health issue or, you know, there's, because now it would come out later that, oh, well, I was forced to do all these things as an Olympic star and you yeah. know I, now i'm i'm so messed up from it and it's like stressed. no i it's- was stressed i wasn't having fun tabby do you still have the quote that simone biles actually had in yeah. usa today <laughs> yes i do there's a bunch of them there's a bunch but this one is on her mental health specifically and it says this olympic games i wanted it i wanted it to be for myself i came in and felt like i was still doing it other people that just hurts my head that doing what i love has been kind of taken away from me to please other people Um, what'd she say about the happiness oh oh we're just a little bit too stressed out 
We should be out here having fun. And sometimes that's not the case. We're going to take it a day at a time. I know tomorrow we have a half day, yada, yada. So we'll, we'll take some mental rest and we'll take it from there. But yeah. competition is meant to be okay. competition. It's supposed to be a little bit stressful. Yeah. Just like there was all this talk on TV the other day or whatever, something that I saw about college, college students are just so stressed out about this, that, and the other. It's like, well, yeah. I was stressed out too. Like, this is just how They're it is. They're trying to achieve something. Right. Stress comes with that. Yeah. Right. There, it's called determination and grit and getting through it. It's what makes you, you want to know why we have good lawyers? Because the bar is known for being insanely difficult. Mm-hmm. Being a surgeon is insanely difficult. And mm-hmm. when we just demand that the bar be lowered because, well, those things are really hard to achieve. It's like, yeah. nobody should be nobody should be that stressed out nobody should be my okay i'm 34 carla one of my friends has only been in her career position one year she's like a double major doctor she's like a double doctor or something ridiculous (laughs) i don't know what it is clearly i shouldn't be one but this is the she's been doing this her this is her life She would never take a step back and say, it's just not fun anymore. It hasn't been fun since college for her. But I want to talk about that though, because Simone's quote was extremely, extraordinarily important. I wanted this Olympic games to be about me. Yeah. And she accomplished that. Bravo, Simone. Yeah. Literally everybody (laughs) in the country is now, is now clapping for her. She didn't finish and Mm -hmm. everybody's still cheering for her. Like she somehow did this amazing, it was an amazing accomplishment to go against what, like, what was her instinct to do or Mm -hmm. what an athlete's instinct is supposed to be, which is just the expectation. Right. They're basically, they're calling her a hero because what would be expected is for her to win. What would be expected would be for her to push, finish, achieve, you know, <laughs> Just overcome finish, the stress. Even. And yeah. what they're saying is, oh, she did the opposite of that, which would have been really hard. She's dismantling do. athletes. <laughs> She's dismantling athletic oppression, I guess. Yeah, but but we have to have this conversation. We need to talk about what is the purpose of competition? Mm-hmm. What is the purpose of our being here trying to raise children who do excellently in whatever mm-hmm. their category is? What And why would we... Why would we encourage them to do their absolute best to push through the stress to achieve even when it's really, 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 really hard if they actually will get more press coverage and Mm -hmm. more cheers, more accolades Mm -hmm. for getting almost there and stopping Mm -hmm. and making it all about me? I am. I am really I'm really disappointed and I'm really sad because I think that it should be said, so it doesn't sound like we're just hating on Simone Biles. Like like everybody's going to be like, oh, you're not an Olympic athlete. You don't understand. It's like, you're right. I don't. But I do understand humans. And I am sad for her because she missed an opportunity to learn and grow and that we could have actually praised her and meant it if she had just finished. If she just flopped. If she right. didn't even get a medal at all, if she went last, if she was the worst gymnast at the Olympics, right. but she finished, then we could honestly talk about that and be like, but right. there's something to be said about her character and that, you know, you're right. She's an Olympian and she had an off day and it's stressful. Like right. all of those quotes would have then been okay in my opinion, yep. had she mm-hmm. just finished. Yeah. Well, except she said that she wasn't doing it for... She was only doing it for herself and she, and it's all about trying to have fun. And I disagree. I don't think that life is about satisfying yourself and trying to have fun. I don't think it is. Now, wait a minute. If that was true though, 
if she if that was honestly true, so that was what she was saying and that she firmly believed, she wouldn't have quit because she wouldn't have felt such external pressure and mental exhaustion from trying to please everybody else. She would have said, F whatever the judge's number they give me, I'm out here to have fun. It really doesn't matter. Right. Who cares if I meddle? I'm right. doing gymnastics. Who cares? But she didn't. She cares tremendously. Well, so much be, that she's done. And to be clear, I do think that we should. I think we should care about what our fellow countrymen think. You know, I think that we should care about what the audience thinks. I think that we should we should be living for something other than just our own selfish temporary gratification on things. But my disappointment is not with Simone particularly. My disappointment is with the reaction of people on social media, as always. The people who are <laughs> the giving their hot takes on social media. Who are like, ugh, people judging her. People judging her. And they don't know like what it's like to be in, in an Olympic athlete situation. You know, People are out here. They haven't walked a mile in her shoes. You know, all of that. And, and they are the reason that it's becoming easier and easier for people to settle. They underachieve. They are trying to get it so that the entire country, no matter what happens, everybody just says you're awesome and great, no matter what. Like the whole don't judge. Uh, no, well, Megan's right. This has been happening for generations. I mean, they made fun of people, the boomers, when the boomers are like, what are you doing handing out participation trophies? You have to actually earn trophies. And all of us sensitive people were like, no, it's so our kids have good self-esteem. Right. And now our kids do not have good self-esteem. No. We don't finish things and we hate ourselves more than ever because we won't finish stuff. We don't achieve anything. Here's a here's another quote that you guys can react to while Finley complains to her mother about her life. She's not fed enough. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Finley would like to quit. She would like to quit this right now. It's too hard with my binky and my puff cereal. If if she could quit and walk away, she would. Um, so here's a, here's a quote. And again, this is not about Simone Biles. This is about people's reaction to Simone Biles. And it starts out, you know, it's going to be good when it starts out. This realization I had about Simone Biles is going to make some people mad, but oh, well, Mm. (laughs) yesterday I was excited to show my daughters, um, Carrie Strug's famous one leg vault. I'm guessing that this is somebody back in like the 80s or the 90s. Back when you could do that. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed anymore. Because she was hurt. She went, it was a defining Olympic oh, moment. She's hurt. I watched live as a kid. My girls watched Rapley as Strug fell and then limped back up to do the vault again. Wow. But for some reason, I wasn't as inspired this time watching it. In fact, I felt a little sick. Maybe, this is a man, maybe being a father and a teacher has made me soft. But all I could yes. see was how Carrie Strug looked at her coach, Bella Caroli, with pleading, terrified eyes while he shouted back, you can do it, over and over again. My daughters didn't cheer when Strug landed her second fault. Instead, they frowned in concern as she collapsed in agony and frantic tears. Why did she jump again if she was hurt? One of my girls asked. I made some inane reply about the heart of a champion or Olympic spirit, but in the back of my mind, a thought was festering. She shouldn't have jumped again. The more the thought echoed, the stronger my realization became. Coach Caroli could have got or should have gotten his visibly injured athlete medical help immediately. Now that I have two young daughters in gymnastics, I expect their safety to be the coach's number one priority. Instead, Bella Caroli told Strug to vault again, and he got what he wanted, a gold medal that was more important to him than his athlete's health. Wait a minute. Did she not want to do it? 
Uh, or is that his paragraph. interpretation? I'm sure people right. will say Carrie Strug was a competitor and she wanted to push through the injury. That's yes. probably true. Yes. But since the last Olympics, we've also learned these athletes were put in positions where they could be systematically abused, both emotionally and physically, all while being inundated with the win-at-all-costs messaging. A teenager under those conditions should have been protected and told no medal is worth the risk of permanent injury. Okay, I'm triggered. I'm triggered because I broke my ankle when going pro. And you know what I did? I did exactly what that chick did. I kept dancing because, gosh darn it, I finally made it just like she finally made it to the Olympics and there was no coach or my own parents that would tell me to stop dancing until that freaking bone was shattered. I'm not saying that was a good decision. It was not a good decision (laughs) on her part either, but I'm saying the fact that like he is accusing the coach of basically manipulating her is a bunch of BS. They're saying that, that teaching them that it's about finally making it and finally that there's, there are more important things than your health that that is the coach's fault. And if it wasn't a good decision for you to keep dancing while you were injured, then he's right. The coaches should be blamed for not telling them point blank, you're done, you cannot keep going. My problem is with that guy's statement is that he's probably overweight, smoker, <laughs> drinker. Don't, let's just like, don't act like you care about your health when you're, you, I'm, I'm triggered too because it's frustrating <laughs> because people are like, well, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what they're going through. No, and neither do you because you probably haven't accomplished anything worthwhile in your life. It, it just, if wow. you're just going to say that, you know, like if you're not going to feel bad. So here's the question. This is to bring this down into like the root, the real core of the message. Are there things more important than your health? Absolutely, there's more important things. And I do kind of wish somebody would have said, hey, Megan, it's okay. It's okay that you broke your ankle. It's okay that it's it's not, oh, I guess I'll go to college. It's okay if you want to choose to go to college. Do you want another perspective as an athlete who never went pro in anything? But uh, part of the reason I think that I never went pro in anything is because I always valued my health more than uh, the achievements. I was not as driven as you were in ballet. I played soccer, like Simone says, I played soccer really for the fun of it. And I, and I went all the way through college and played at the highest level I was going to achieve. But anytime that I was injured, um, then yeah, I would, I would stop. I would take breaks. I would heal it all up because I knew that this was not what I was going to do for the rest of my life. I knew that this was only going to last me for a couple years in college. Um, and so, that being said, I knew girls like you that this was what they wanted. Oh yeah, this I'll tell you, it's a, they, it was an idol for me. It, well, and it might be an idol for them, but even if it wasn't, even if they had God firmly where they needed to be, this is what they so wanted to do with their health. That's my question. Is it possible that you can do, you can spend yourself completely wearing out your body to the glory of God? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Because I would do it because people, with children. Because people who write yeah. quotes like the one I just read are idolizing their physical and mental health. They're idolizing their bodies. They're idolizing the fact that they should be able to feel a certain way and have a certain level of physical comfort in order to be righteous. Like mm-hmm. that for them, there is nothing more important than not getting hurt ever not being hurt mentally, not being hurt physically. It's all about keeping your body a certain way, a particular way. And sacrifice is bad. Sacrificing yourself 
whether it's sacrificing your fun or sacrificing your sense of self or sacrificing your ankle or sacrificing your, um, your knees or whatever it is, you know, that's bad. If you sacrifice a part of your body for something bigger than you, that's wrong. It's, it's about the choices. The reason I'm not an Olympic athlete is because the reason, the way I'm sacrificing my body is I'm probably going to have like 15 pregnancies and there's going to be doctors who are going to tell me that they were too fast in years. There's going to be doctors who tell me I shouldn't have any more kids and that I'm probably going to injure myself. Your bladder is going to fall out. Yeah. My bladder (laughs) is just going to slip out after baby number 15. Uh, and, and there are people who will blame that on your husband or on your on family, doctor, on yeah. your doctors for letting you do for that. For letting me do it. That's the problem that I have is that they're putting the, they're, they can't even fathom that somebody else is choosing this direction for their life. And, right. and it's not okay to say, or like what you said, you know, it's not okay to put the, it's just not okay. It's not okay to put the blame. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought because Margo came in. Wow. And threw a, <laughs> did a you high chair on the floor. The did floor. you hear Margo come in? <laughs> Right. I'm saying that if you really, if it's not an idol, if we just get that out of the way, right. if what you're Shouldn't doing is for God's glory, then if that girl wanted to break both of her ankles doing that vault, mm-hmm. then I'm going to say, okay, because at the end of the day, you didn't know if it was actually going to shatter her ankle. You didn't no. know that dancing no. on your ankle right. was no going idea. to ruin it. Even if you did know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt that it was going to break both your ankles. The question is, why do we do anything? Why do we sacrifice anything ever? What, what goals do people have now in modern America that, you know, apparently they didn't have back in the eighties? What, you know, when back in the day when they were celebrating this girl, Mm -hmm. um, for doing her one-legged vault and achieving gold, there was a sense of, I think, national identity and like a purpose and sort of a shared big picture goal. That there was we more had unity. There's more pride for, and we don't your have country. it now. We don't no. have country pride. No, we, we have individual pride. Yes, mm-hmm. we have individual sure. ego. We have nobody is willing to do anything bigger than themselves. They mm-hmm. are the biggest thing in their own universe. Mm-hmm. And is it helping? Are we generally healthier as a society? And are we generally healthier as individuals? Either no. I would no. say that woman who shatters her knee or whatever she ended up breaking on her vault <sighs> is actually healthier both mind and body than a person who quits Mm -hmm. who chooses to sacrifice everybody else on her own altar for her own purposes can you imagine what she did to her own team yeah this might be my own naivety but like does that affect the whole team scores I honestly don't know. I don't know how Is it works. Kind of I, team I think, judging. yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, like an individual and all around, and then there is like a team score. But I think that they had other people on the Olympic team. Somebody that replaced her. In. I don't yeah. think she did her beam routine or I don't think she did her um, bars, her uneven bars. And somebody else went in and did the bar routine for her. Yeah. So that is scored differently, but it would have helped having Simone scores, or maybe not. Maybe that well, was maybe that was the whole point was just, she wasn't doing very well. And she, she wasn't just, doing very she well. Just quit. But but the the quote is you know that I thought I was going to do this for me. I promised myself this Olympics, this go round, it was going to be all about me. And I suddenly realized I was doing it for other people, and that really hurts my head to think about how I somehow got caught up in trying to do something for somebody other than myself. She said I had to put my pride aside yeah. and do it for and me. And do it for me. And do it for myself. I don't think I actually believe her, though. I think she's I think she's still kind of young. I think she's 
Well, maybe she is 20 now. I think she maybe was 16 in the first Olympics. So she's maybe 20, 21 now. She's still young. And she spent her whole life, like Mandy said, being told you're an Olympian. You're amazing. You're awesome. You do everything perfectly. And I don't think she's, I think she's right. I don't think she was mentally prepared for what happens when you're not amazing and you're not awesome and you're losing. And I don't think she was ever told or coached to push through. I would be really surprised by that because like before people are prodigies, they do suck a little bit. Like she's had to overcome some hardship. She's had to overcome falls before. She's had to overcome injuries before. But why did she do it? Why was she doing that? Was she doing it for God's glory or she'll, was she she'll doing it say, for man's glory? Right. She'll mm-hmm. say it's because I was trying to please everybody else. Right. At this point, that's what she would and say. And what's happening, and, and you kind of touched on this a little bit ago, what's happening now is she's claiming she's taking a step back because she doesn't want to do it for anybody else. But now we've got social media rallying around her, protecting her from criticism, saying you're not allowed to refer to her as a quitter. You're not allowed to say that she was a failure. You're not allowed to say that she disappointed anybody. Don't do that. Oops. And it's like, well, but why? Because it doesn't matter if she's actually not doing it for you, right? But like Tabby pointed out, she is. She is doing it for for attention from other humans and not with a greater sense of purpose. There's nothing greater than the self that we're actually trying to achieve for anymore. And that's where I think the root is. I think all of the problems go back to that, like loss of identity or loss of ability to recognize the why, not what, because we all agree what is a gold medal. You know, we'd like a gold medal if at all possible. Or to go pro in ballet or or whatever it is that you decide. But if you don't have the why part, then yeah, you're going to have a really hard time making those tough decisions like, oh, I'm stressed out right now and I don't have, I'm not having fun. So what should I do? Yeah. When the what doesn't happen, that reveals exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if you, if you have so God in the right place, then you can make that decision. If you've gotten the right place and you go, oh my gosh, if I do this vault, I'm going to shatter my knees and I want grandkids someday. Then you can make an informative and good decision about, Okay, I'm going to. Wait, do you think you use your knees to have children? (laughs) I meant pick up. I'm going to pick up. I want to pick up my grandkids. (laughs) Man, those knees already feel shattered, and I've not done the knees connected to the uterus in some way. I'm not aware of as greatly. (laughs) Not my knees. Not my knees. I want babies. (laughs) Pick up. I wanted to fine. I'm going to shatter all my bones, and I want to my pick pelvis. up. <laughs> Maybe shatter a pelvis. Going to hurt my uterus on this vault. <laughs> I would like babies. Right. Then you can make those decisions. The fact that she came off the floor and her why wasn't a very justifiable why yes. is the problem. Yes. And the fact that people are defending her now out on Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and everywhere. Right. The fact that they're defending her based on a very shallow, very human-centric, very selfish why is is bothering me. I think mm-hmm. that it's I think that with our final three or four minutes of this episode, we should maybe discuss like, do we have any plans for helping our children go forward making their decisions, whether they want to be athletes or they don't, whether they want to, you know, to go pro or they just pick up their grandkids for the rest of their <laughs> lives, you know. Shut whatever up. they choose. Like how can we help them keep the big picture in mind. You finish what you start. Yeah, that was mom's you rule. You finish the season. You finish the lessons that have been paid for. You Because you gave you your word. Yeah, you do the competition. 
And then after that, if you can evaluate that you really didn't like it, that was always mom's rule. And it was very simple. <laughs> that was terrible. And I don't want to do it again. Then, okay. she, then she was usually okay with it to, you know, yeah. it was actually a very simple rule. And then you could discuss later, you know, wh- why we were doing those things. But at the start, it was, it was very black and white. It was, no, you said you were going to play soccer. I don't care that you run away from the ball screaming. You're going to finish that <laughs> game. You're going to finish this season. Because a lot of times the decision is an emotional feelings-based decision. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. when we talk about yep. don't quit on, or quit on an average Tuesday, don't quit your job when you're up in arms and pissed off at everyone yep. because that's an emotional choice. You need to do it when it's a regular day, things mm-hmm. are going great, and you're like, yeah, it's yep. still time to leave. Yep. It's still time to well, not be a football player it, anymore or it, whatever. It makes you a lot more cautious about what you do decide to do as well. Like mm-hmm. there was a time that I thought I wanted to play softball and I was like, oh, that looks so fun. I want to do softball. And mom's like, well, you'll have to finish the season. And I was like, am I going to still think softball is cool in a month? Mm, I don't know. And so it sort of made me prioritize what I really wanted to do, what I really wanted to commit to. And So basically what you're saying is we as mothers – should be coaching our children to not put themselves first. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sure. I <laughs> actually think I would cheap be summary. Right I think there. I would be the coach telling my my daughter. I think that's why I'm mad about that one legged vault. Is because I think I would have been the mom that said, "Yeah, go for it. You can yeah. probably do it." You know. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. This is only a minute left. But that kid, that kid who's in karate. Yes, I oh. thought of that. So, okay, so there's a video that went around um, a couple of years ago. It makes me cry every time. There's like I this know. little bitty kid in a, oh. in a what do you call the thing that you wear in karate? No His, idea. Um, His gi. Yeah, yes. in a little tiny gi. And he's probably like four. <laughs> so yeah, he's really young. And the, Tabby's already crying. The coach, oh, Tabby's pregnant. The coach is trying to get him to kick through the board. It's this little thin, like beginner's board. And he's like, come on, you like can do it. You can do it. But the kid's crying because he's tried like six times and it's not working. And like everybody in his class is like, come on, you can do it. But he's like, I can't, I can't. And they keep making him try again and try again. Harder, harder. And he's kicking really, really, really Wimpy because he's crying, you yeah. know, and eventually he just breaks through it and like the whole class jumps up and like scoops him up and like hoists <laughs> him up and they're on their shoulders and like everybody Aww. cheers. And down in the comments, there are people who are like, that boy was crying. This is emotional abuse to make mm-hmm. him keep going. Yeah. It's like, have you seen how proud he is and yeah. how proud everybody is? You want to rob him of that? His face is like, are you kidding? Uh, she's about to, th- she, at first she's going I'm to cry. cry and then throw hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because yeah. that's, that is, I think that's why I feel sad for Simone is she was robbed of that moment after the crying. She mm-hmm. was robbed of that moment where everybody can be proud of her and hoist her up and say, yeah. you did it. You, you overcame. Through. Yeah. Yep. You can't overcome something if it's not hard first. And so, yeah, the way that we're the way that we're romanticizing or trying to make heroes out of people who quit is really disturbing to me. And the fact that they're trying to basically demonize us, the four of us at this table, like you guys are these terrible people, these horrible you're slave abusive. drivers. Yes, you're abusing your kids because you expect them to to do something, sacrifice for something greater than themselves. It's like, yes, I do, and you will Just never like get the to disciples. Witness. You'll yep. never get to witness that moment for your kid after the overcoming, which yep. is some of the reasons you should become a parent. <laughs> yep. Keep talking. 
Oh, oh, there's our music. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that like was so much disciples. pressure. I was like, we all disciples, <laughs> Bible. Oh, hold on, my kid pooped. That's all. That's all we got, okay. Carla. We'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, karate kid. Thank you for joining us for Just Because I Love You Day. You can also find us on MeWe in the group Four Sisters Birth and Motherhood Counseling and on Instagram, Four Sisters One Savior. Those are numerals. We also have an email account, Four Sisters One Savior at gmail.com, and those are also numerals, not words. Four Sisters One Savior. See you next time.